Alright guys, my name is Mateo, what's going on? Welcome back. We're going to go through some news here today. Uh, we're just going to talk about Monero. Um, I feel like maybe the Monero Sphere could use a little bit of a morale boost. Uh, maybe some shining sunlight over the planes that have been experiencing some rolling thunder lately. Uh, so we're just going to focus on that today. Some interesting developments going on. Hope that you guys are doing well. By the way, I've been digging into like the metaverse recently. Do you guys have any thoughts on the metaverse? Some really wild stuff going on there, isn't there? Uh, anyway, so let's go here. First, I'm just going to give you guys an update on the short to long positioning. And it looks like the shorts are in retreat and the longs are in hot pursuit. This was up about 20% just a second ago. Well, now it's down to 3%. So maybe some readjustments happening. But yeah, um, the longs are up. The shorts are a little bit down here today. But the shorts still outnumbering the longs rather significantly. Uh, we did a great video with Kevin Wad and the Body Anarchist on this, talking a little bit about uh, maybe some theories behind why we see such a differentiation between the short and long positioning of Monero and every other cryptocurrency. Um, you can go watch that there. Kevin's got some good info on that too, but I want to give you guys an update on that. Uh, the best way to defeat the shorts, guys, to, is to just adopt this stuff. And shout out to everybody who's adopting this stuff. And one particular group which seems to be adopting this stuff is Gardarian. Gardarian's on the scene saying, hey, we are allowing you to get access to buying Monero. Uh, we developed a fully automated system that allows every user to buy Monero in seconds without dealing with a long registration process. Um so you can read about Monero here. They accept Visa, MasterCard, Unit Pay. Uh, great stuff. So adoption is continuing, guys. Good news is going on. Uh, the best way to accept Monero on WooCommerce, which is, of course, important for um, adoption as well. People using this WooCommerce plugin on their websites, which apparently makes it easier to accept Monero. I was going to do a video on this. I was talking to Sir Hack, who is the author of Mastering Monero, who, by the way, is seemingly working on another edition of it, which is great to hear. But I was trying to figure out a way to do this video, but I don't have a website. I don't have the resources to um, get that uh, situated and to make a video for you guys. And even if I did have a website, I, I don't know if I'd be able to have the tech savviness to figure out how to do it and show you guys how to do it. But luckily, somebody's on the scene, Spyro Bell. He says he's working on a video tutorial explaining this in detail. So that's great. I hope that he lets me know when he does that so that I can share that. That would be very, very key uh, for adoption, for online payment acceptance. So good things happening there as well. New developments going on. But as far as price goes, because I know a lot of the game bros are about the price, uh, which is fine. Monero's been up recently, and I think it was just at 295 a second ago, but I guess it's dipping back down. Yep, that seems to be what it's looking like. But still, we've got some good moves going on, so that's promising. Uh, we'll skip the trade over. Uh, Peter Todd, uh, this is an interesting thing. Kevin had posted this, and this rather caught me by surprise. So Peter Todd, um, who I think works on Bitcoin, he's a developer, I should have looked this up. Apologize, Bitcoin. He had said that, yeah, it looks like maybe Bitcoin's going to, oh, well, you don't like to read this. Okay. But, you know, since we're uh, human beings, all about that gossip.
to a misconduct against Peter. Now, look, anyone with Todd in their name, I'm very suspicious of already. Uh, there just seems to be something going on with the name Todd, you know. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, he's a Bitcoin Core developer. That's all I need to know. Thanks. But he says that uh, the Bitcoin subsidy is going down, and it's a scary phase change that no other coin has gone through. And he was quoting Andrew Poelstra. Uh, In my opinion, Bitcoin should have had perpetual inflation to ensure security. And that's really cool because Monero was ahead of the curve on developing that and thinking that through. Um, And so if you don't know, there is this untested theory. And we talked about this with Arctic Mind, who, by the way, is coming back on the show. We have confirmed another interview with him. That's going to be great. Early December, expect it. But it's an untested theory that you can have this payment processing system work, which is what Bitcoin is, without miners being incentivized with Bitcoin block rewards that are adequately uh, sufficient. Um, The anticipation is that they're going to rely on fees. And it's actually not like a sure thing that the miners are going to be incentivized enough to continue to mine the blockchain with that being the case, especially now that you have a lot of corporate miners coming into the scene. If something's not profitable, they're not going to do it. They're not like these diehard, you know, OG crypto fanboys who are like, oh, I'm going to mine it just because I'm part of the team. I'm part of the crew. We got to take down the banksters. Those people went over to Monero for the most part. But it is a problem as far as I'm concerned. Either that or it's ambiguous whether or not it's going to work. And if it's ambiguous whether or not it's going to work, that definitely puts in a question the store value proposition for Bitcoin, in my opinion. And the whole store value thing, I have so many problems with in regards to crypto as a whole, uh, but particularly with Bitcoin, uh, because you do have better competition out there and we have better competition and you have a coin which is designed to offer a particular service and another service can do it better in this case Monero um, you know the value proposition for it goes down and so does its proposition as a store of value and furthermore if they decide to do this where they introduce this into the code where they have perpetual inflation so as to uh, assuage the concerns about the loss of security and to grant confidence that there is going to be incentive for the miners to, to continue to mine the uh, blockchain and continue to process transactions. Well, then again, that blows a hole in the whole store of value thing because that means that they could update the code. And one of the arguments for Bitcoin being a store of value is the code never changes and it hasn't changed. But if they change it and they add inflation on top of that, woof, that's going to spook a lot of people. It's going to make gold look even better. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. That is very interesting. Now let's look at some of the comments. A lot of the Monero bros were tweeting this. They're like, yep, ahead of the curve. Why don't you just talk about Monero? And I think somebody had even said he's being dishonest because he's not uh, just pointing out how Monero has already fixed this. Uh, but he says, reminder, Bitcoin currently has an approximately 1.5% monetary inflation rate, probably higher, in fact, due to lost coins. That level of monetary inflation is totally meaningless in comparison to the Bitcoin value definition. Yeah, whatever. And Nam, she says, tail emission is key, which is just, you know, inflation, a little bit of inflation to incentivize the miners. So we agree. That's part of Monero. In Arctic Mine, he says that that is integral for dynamic block size to work. Again, go check out our interview 
for uh, him explaining that. And dynamic block size makes it scalable, et cetera. So this guy's like, yeah, this is a terrible idea. And this guy's trying to make the case. And some people are just not having it at all. <laughs> so that's inter interesting to see. I'm pretty stoked on seeing that. This dude right here, he says, Adam Back early on realized it would be extremely difficult to implement confidential transactions on Bitcoin as the community understandably prioritized security and auditability over privacy. And fungibility. <laughs> okay, it's not just privacy. If you want something to be a currency, excuse me, it's got to be fungible, which means all the units of account have to equal each other. And if you can see the past histories of every unit of account, and they can be subjectively valued differently based on those histories, you know, whether or not they're involved in criminal activity or, you know, made a maybe a PETA group says, whoa, this Bitcoin was paid for a dog to be, a, you know, uh, sent to Africa to fight in the Boer War or something. I don't know. But like the fact that you can see the history of these things makes it so that all of them can't be valued the same. And therefore, the fungibility for Bitcoin doesn't work. Therefore, it's flawed as a currency. So you could have all the security and auditability you want, but ultimately it's not going to be a currency. And that that's my ultimate problem with Bitcoin, one of the main ones, of course. But this is something we receive all the time in the Monero community. Oh, well, how do you audit Monero? Uh, you can't just pop open the code and see how much is there. We've talked about that. Peterson commitments, if the code is right, if the math is right with the code, and there have been many, many audits of it, then um, there's no inflation bug that could happen but people will look at the lackluster price of monero it hasn't really gone anywhere over the last few years and they think that's as a result of an inflation bug which hasn't been found yet and look if there's an inflation bug on bitcoin or monero or whatever that's going to destroy the uh that's going to destroy the confidence in the blockchain anyway um and maybe they can retain confidence again. Seemingly, Haven's able to do that. And that is good to see. But look, um, if an inflation problem happens anyway, it's going to be problematic, whether or not it's able to be seen or not. And you can figure that out with privacy coins by just looking at the block rewards and lining that up with the expected emission schedule. And everything, if everything's on point, then you could expect the supply to be fine. So um, we could go into that. I'll talk to Arctic Mine a little bit more about that. But from what I understand, that's what's going on. And yeah, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. So Adam back here. He released a video that I have not seen yet. Somebody had posted this in the Reddit forums. And apparently he talks about discussing or he basically discusses many of Monero's implementations as potential improvements to the Bitcoin network. So, yeah, we've heard Adam Back say before, society is just not quite ready for a totally private digital currency, I guess, uh, according to Adam Back. Uh, but Adam, we're totally ready for your Layer 2 solutions offered by Blockstream. We're totally ready for um, your problem reaction solution schedule so that we can make you a lot of money. That's fine. And I think he's one of the founders of Proof of Work, so I I'm not totally against Adam Backer. Let me just be clear. But uh, 
I, I don't know why he just doesn't talk about Monero. Just so many of the issues that these people talk about. I mean, Monero's already fixed them. But, you know, he says, I guess he talks about ring signatures, according to him. He says, so he talks about ring signatures, risk of censorship, resistance due to mining centralization, tail inflation, and the use of liquid sidechain, which is like a federation comprised of like 57 corporations or ring signatures to provide the privacy that Monero provides today. And yeah, again, the issue with this is if they do implement it, that's just another strike with the store value argument for Bitcoin. Like the code developers changing the code, that's not supposed to be what this is all about. Um, and if they do start to do that, and they realize that Monero's already done this to a rather sufficient degree, why not just sell your Bitcoin and go to Monero? They've already done it. They've already had their methods and their implementations tried and tested and proven. So that's something to note. I could go on, but I think that's uh, I think that's it. I think that's all I want to talk about. Anyways, pretty short video for you guys tonight. I was going to talk about some other things in regards to climate and you know Janet Yellen saying that she wants to have the private sector, you know, be taxed and fund like this climate initiative for $100 trillion over the next 30 years, something ridiculous. We all know it's insane, but they're going to use this as the pretext for a lot of financial austerity and surveillance. You can be sure of that, which again is why our positions are so strong and why I expect them to be rather successful and yielding. So with that being said, Monero Mateo, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see what there is to talk about tomorrow. Um, I think we have an interview with Kevin Wad later this week. We'll see if that's still on. I, I do kind of want to work on the catechumen a little bit or the catechism. I always mess that up. I don't know what the deal is. But um, that's it. That's it. I uh, hope that you guys are doing well in this crazy world. God bless. God bless. I'll see you next time. That's all I have to say.